And now, talking some Alabama high school football, outlooks and predictions from around the SEC, and getting you ready for tonight's kickoff at 7. It's the 3 and Out pregame show, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater, with hosts Joe, Zach, and John Davis. Let's get right into it. And welcome into the 3 and Out pregame show. Thank you guys so much for joining us again this week. And it is good to be back. Uh, sorry I missed you guys last week. Uh, obviously, we wanted to be here, but things, things out of my control. But uh, very good to be back. Uh, obviously, Gunnersville gets a big playoff win last week against Springville 31-7. to And we turn our attention now to John Carroll down in Birmingham. But first, Zach Ross, John Davis, how are we doing today? Doing great. Second, second round of the playoffs. Um Kind of sad that football season is dwindling down. Just speeding um, past Basketball us. season right around the corner um, to get uh, folks excited. But football season dwindling down. But here, second round of the playoffs, everybody's good, right? Yeah. You know, sometimes in the first round you might have some teams kind of sneak in that, you know, aren't all that great. Maybe they were in a weak region or whatever. Um, I thought Springville, Springville was pretty good. I thought they were pretty well coached. Uh, they played hard. Um, they just weren't up to the task of beating Gunnersville, uh, our coach Reese and, and the guys had, had the team ready to go. You know, we were clicking, we were playing well. Um, but here's here in the second round. I mean, it's pretty much anybody can win, right? Like it, you know, oh, yeah. it would take a lot for a Boaz to beat a, a Pleasant Grove, but I mean, you, you can, you can like pull some upsets last week, central clay County, the number one team in five, a, Loses at home to UMS Wright seven to zero. They got shut out seven to zero. First round of the playoffs at home by the team that finished fourth in Gulf Shores's region. Um, I mean that's crazy, yeah, right? It's it, a, no, it is. Like to me, if if I'm if I'm coaching anywhere football in five A, that's on my bulletin board. If I'm not like supposedly like to be picked uh, to win a game, hey, look what this team did to Central Clay County, who a lot of people were picking to maybe win. 5A this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's like you said, once you get into it, and especially once you get into the second round, I mean, you're really starting to see some really good teams. Uh, John Davis, how was the uh, playoff week last week? How's this week been leading into uh, the Thanksgiving break? This week's been insane. Yeah. Because, well, you know, last week you had all the Veterans Day programs. This week you had all the Thanksgiving, Friendsgiving dinners and Thanksgiving feasts at each school, which shout out to our – CNP staff across the district. Yeah, that's a lot to handle. Man, I'm telling, like, Tuesday I had it at the uh, elementary school. With our younguns. Yep. Wednesday, had it at the middle school. And then yesterday we had our, Are you on Thursday we had our Thanksgiving day. We're not even to Thanksgiving Central yet. Central but it's. We're not even to Thanksgiving yet. Are you already sick of Thanksgiving food? No. <laughs> you can never, ever. Yeah, sick of that. I, I, I but do. No, it, the, the kids know that they're out next week. No, it's yeah, just, there's no it's doubt. Just, they're riled up. Feel it at feel <laughs> it at the Brindley Mountain High School as well. Believe me, it's uh, we're we're. I mean, it's it's crazy. We're just screaming towards Thanksgiving now, and you know, looking can't look past John Carroll. But the thought of trying to play our way into a third round of the playoffs, it's just well, the, it's just crazy to think the, about the, the prize at the end of the tunnel of uh, the John Carroll game is you get a home game in the playoffs in the quarterfinals. Yeah. 
And how often does that happen? I know we had maybe Pleasant Grove in the quarterfinals mm-hmm. a few years back. It, that doesn't happen very often. I mean, typically we've, we're going on the road if we make it that deep in the playoffs. Man, it would be awesome to get Pleasant Grove uh, or Boaz if we yeah. can get Boaz at home <laughs> quarterfinals. But, uh, man, that's what, you, that's what you're playing for, survive in advance. And, uh, and yeah, speaking of, you know, you're talking about the kids, you know, getting all riled up. Courtrooms riled up right now too, <laughs> uh, with holidays around the uh, corner. Everybody's fighting over yep. who gets what day over Christmas and Thanksgiving Ooh. and stuff. And so, yeah, folks, adults are riled <laughs> up in the courtroom right Sorry. now too. <laughs> um, yeah, let's uh, let's look through um, this first round of the playoffs. Um, selfishly, I would love for Boaz to beat Pleasant Grove because I think Boaz would be a bigger gate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Money wise, you know, yeah, you're probably right. That is if we were to win. Um, we got we to we take care of business first. Yeah, down here at the bottom, Pleasant Grove knocked off Lawrence County 49-17. to 17. Boaz, the upset, I mean, we could call that an upset, right, over Southside? Oh, yeah. Oh, didn't, totally. Didn't Southside was the first team, number one team in that yeah. region. Yeah. Uh, and it's that a, was a region. A, that was four-one. A region that included Leeds and Moody. So who congrats to – Took out A-Rab and Scottsboro. Congrats so to Coach Sullivan and, and that staff to – to find a way to beat that Southside team and move on to the second round. Uh, John Carroll, who Guntersville will face tonight, um, knocked off Fairview 22-14. to Pretty good game. Um, so, Fairview hung in there with them. Then, obviously, Guntersville knocks off Springville 31-7. to uh, Moody over Scottsboro 28-10. to uh, Russellville knocked off Fairfield 38-21. Leeds uh, took it to Arab 33-7. And then Ramsey beat West Point. 50 to nothing. So, in the second round, you got Ramsey at home hosting Leeds, uh, Moody hosting Russellville, John Carroll hosting Gunnersville, and Boaz hosting Pleasant Grove. So, that's the north side of the bracket. Um, obviously, you got the two you got the two bullies in there, uh, yeah. as usual, uh, with Pleasant Grove and, and Ramsey. So, you know, I mean, this, this John Carroll team is obviously talented. Uh, they wouldn't be in the second round of the playoffs if they weren't. They're only two losses. They're in the same region as Pleasant Grove and Ramsey, and that's their only two losses this year. So obviously they've they've seen them and and know what the standard is. Yes, uh, I, I mean talk about a tough schedule, right? Yeah. Tough region, and we, we kind of had a tough region too. You know, Scottsboro and Arab tough region opponents, but you know Ramsey and Pleasant Grove. You're talking about two of the absolute best in 5A, and really the absolute best in all of high school football. Um, so this John Carroll team is not going to be sort of intimidated by a ranked Gunnersville team coming in. Um, but, you know, looking at the roster uh, this morning, it looked like uh, Gunnersville has quite a size advantage on John Carroll. Mm-hmm. And, you know, John Carroll is uh, known for soccer. I think I think they're on the boys' side. They've got like twelve state championships Good or Lord, something I didn't like realize that. that. And they won it this past year, and we'll get into that later. But I didn't uh, realize that. Um, and then they were known for uh, basketball when the Steele brothers played for them. Uh, not typically known for football. Not much of a storied football history. I'm looking. I'm going to look up the. Uh, I know that Gunnersville and John Carroll have played. They have not played since Coach Reese has been at the high school. But uh, I saw that they the last meeting was 1987. Oh, wow. which was a victory uh, by the Wildcats. But John Carroll, not your storied football program. And and honestly, speaking, I think sometimes f- private schools have a hard time getting the depth 
to compete in football yeah. when you're not a big private school. And I'm, I'm talking about like the McGill Tulins, uh, exactly. and, and, you know, those schools uh, down down south and the, the 6A, 7A private schools. They've got a little bit more people because you need what you need 22 right Right. when you're private and you're 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 a private school and you're putting a basketball or a volleyball roster on the floor yeah you know you get a good starting five and some good role players and you're ready to rumble football a little bit different animal uh yeah and you're right john carroll's never never really been super known in the football world but obviously got a talented team this year uh john davis was can, can you imagine being the head coach at john carroll and when you get your schedule you yeah. see ten six sweet at Pleasant Grove. Right. Ten thirteen. <laughs> Ramsey. Yep. Sweet. You know, right. spread them back out a back. little bit. Back so. to back. I know. I saw that too on their schedule. I thought, God, what a two weeks that was. Um I, I think somebody correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the Pleasant Grove one of the games was decently close. Um, um well, not really. Uh, I must have been they lost, they, they lost 37 to 12 to Pleasant Grove. Um, and, and, then they, and then got shut out at Rams. And then they lost 28 to nothing. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, again, we're talking about two of the best. They scored 12 points. Yeah, that's. Uh, <laughs> I mean, when you look at the rest of their of their schedule, Homewood's down from what they've been in the past. They beat them by five. Uh, Marbury or Marbury, they beat 43 to nothing. Who won in the first round? I think over here. Uh, they beat Hayden 44 to six. Fairfield 45 28. <laughs> Carver of Birmingham, they beat uh, 43 to 26. They also took down Jasper, Winona, and Maplesville all by multiple touchdowns. Um, and then obviously beat Fairview first round of the playoffs by eight. No, I was completely incorrect. Charles Henderson beat Marbury 64 to 20 in the first round. So, but anyway, still a playoff team. Um, John Davis, give us some. I know most people are just going to put this in our in their phone, but. Give us a little bit of directions to John Carroll tonight. Yeah, you you go straight down, sixty five, mm-hmm. like you're headed to Montgomery. Uh huh. And my good friend Zach actually went to law school at Sanford, so he knows. So we're in the he, neighborhood of Sanford. He knows <clears throat> the exact exit number. I just follow the big cactus in town, mm-hmm. so I know where it's at. Taco I don't. Casa. Two fifty five. And you know, Exit actually, two fifty-five. Let me go back. I was wrong. You know, I saw on somebody posted on Facebook about the history. Um, John Carroll and Gunnersville have never played each other. See, I thought, I thought because Coach Reese had said that. I believe after the game, maybe or sometime, I, I read that Coach Reese had said that they had never played, and I thought he meant that that they had never played while he was at Gunnersville. But apparently, Gunnersville and John Carroll have never played in football. Oh wow! Uh, but yeah, exit two fifty-five. If you are driving there now. Um, Tons of places to eat uh, there. About a 90-minute um, trip. Yeah. Um, and uh, you, you go left if you want to go to Sanford University and, and then Mountain Brook thereafter. Or you, you go, go right if you want to go to Taco Casa. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be a and, fun trip for and, anybody going. And if you miss the, uh, the you know, turn-in for John Carroll uh, School, which is like a half a mile off the interstate, you keep driving and you'll end up in Bessemer. That's the cool thing about uh, – I guess that's the, the – the kind of the trade-off of not having a home playoff game, at least you get to go uh, right there around Sanford and obviously tons to eat, tons to do, uh, take a trip to Birmingham. So if you're headed that way right now, please be safe. If you are staying home tonight, obviously listen right here on WTWX. It is the three-and-out pregame show, and it's playoff time. It's second round of the playoffs. 
Gunnersville headed to John Carroll. Stick right here with us. When we come back, we are going to get into some college football, and then we'll break down this matchup between Gunnersville and John Carroll a little bit more. We'll be right back. Come make memories to last a lifetime this holiday season at Sand Mountain Skate, located in the amazing Sand Mountain Amphitheater in Albertville. This winter wonderland is perfect for the entire family. Public skate sessions, birthday parties, corporate and private parties, church group functions, school field trips, igloo date night rentals, nightly holiday light shows, Santa Claus, movie screenings, and much more. Visit SandMountainSkate.com for more information. Hey folks, Jerry O'Neill, broker and owner, Southern Elite Realty. It's football season and it's game time. I hope you'll slow down, enjoy the game, and make memories. My team and I are so proud to be a part of the WTWX and the Gunnerville Wildcat family. I personally have great memories of sitting on the front porch with Dad and listening to the Wildcats play to victory. As the market continues to thrive, my agents and I will use our many years of experience to serve all your real estate needs. We strive to treat every property as it's our family's. Be sure to check us out at MySouthernElite.com or feel free to give us a call at 256-202-1648. Call today and let's call it soap. Hi, this is Paul Harris with State Farm in Gunnersville, your local State Farm agent. I am a proud Gunnersville alumni and Wildcat athletic supporter. Please give us a call at 256-582-3250 or come by and see us at 1246 Gunner Avenue across from the gas board for all your insurance needs. We are here to help life go right. Best of luck and go Wildcats. Cromama Seafood of Gunnersville is so proud of the Crimson Guard band, cheerleaders, and football players participating tonight. Cromama's has been locally owned for decades and was voted best seafood restaurant in the Tennessee Valley. Stop in this fall and enjoy some live music, football on the big screen, and of course, fresh and tasty seafood. Cromamas, an ultimate staple of Gunnersville, right across from the high school. Hey, this is Cameron with the Laundry Basket Plus. With the new 2023 season, we want to cheer on the Gunnersville Wildcats to another successful year. Make sure to visit one of our seven Marshall County locations and try our $1.50 wash and fold service. Also coming in September, be sure to visit our new location, the Laundry Basket Plus Car Wash beside Gunnersville High School. Best of luck tonight and go Wildcats! We'd like to thank Harrelson Drugs for their continued support of the Gunnersville Wildcat broadcasts. Steve and Marilyn are honored to have served our community for over 30 years. And not only are they a trusted healthcare resource, they also have the best gift shop specialty items around. Go Wildcats! From Harrelson Drugs on the corner of Gunter Avenue and Patterson Street, a locally owned, independent family pharmacy and gift shop. Welcome back to the Three and Out pregame show, presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back in. It's the Three and Out pregame show. Thank you guys. Again, for joining us for the second round of the playoffs, Gunnersville headed to John Carroll to take on uh, the number three team in Region Six or Eight. I can't. I always forget. We're right. seven, so we're playing six or eight. I always forget. Anyway, the number three team in, out of that region, right behind, obviously Pleasant Grove and Ramsey. So, uh, going to be a talented team. 
got to go down to Birmingham and take them on. So anytime you're going on the road in the playoffs, it's always a challenge. So I'm I'm looking forward to, to seeing how this goes tonight. Looking forward to seeing this Gunnersville team on the road in the playoffs. And but, obviously, <clears throat> this is a big – being so far away, if you're not traveling, WTWX, baby. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, we got a good a good broadcast, 95.9, tune in. Um, should have great numbers of listeners tonight. Oh, yeah, for uh, sure. Curious about what's going down in Birmingham. For sure. Keep it here because the game is coming up right after the three and out pregame show. But for now, let's get into a little bit of college football. This is probably um, consistently the worst weekend of college football. And it's traditionally that way. There's, yeah. you know, you get There's a down. a few good games this year, this week, though. Typically, you know, this is, I guess, week 12. Typically week 13, uh, you have the um, the rivalry games. So what schools like to do is the week, week before the rivalry game, schedule you a tune-up. Tune uh, Auburn right. has uh, Auburn has a surprisingly 8-3 and three New Mexico yeah. State coming to town. You know, I knew that they were playing New Mexico State, and then I just kind of saw their record, and I was like, whoa. Yeah. When was the last time New Mexico State won eight games? Uh, despite being 8-3, and three, they are like 30-point yeah. underdogs to Auburn. I would imagine Auburn's going to yeah. take care of business. Uh, however, they may be looking forward to the Crimson Tide game a little bit too much. Maybe. Well, for Auburn's sake and for Alabama's sake, you also hope that this is a week where you can get some guys some rest. Right. Uh, obviously, last week we saw Jalen Milrow take that helmet to the thigh in what, the third, third or fourth play of the game. Um and that, that's one of those injuries you know good and well. He he probably couldn't feel his leg for right. just a minute. Yeah. Um, and then came back in and played the, played the rest. It's the dangers of being a running quarterback, right? The um, the evolution of this this Alabama offense has been it's been really something to watch. And it and it's only really happened recently. And Auburn, you know, I mean, the Auburn offense is getting yeah, better. Auburn offense is getting better. Auburn's defense has been good. Are we going to see an Iron Bowl with like gonna be seventy game. total points, it's sixty gonna, total points? I I don't know. Both both teams' defenses are like if yeah, this was in Bryant, if it was in Bryant Denny, I'd say I'd feel a little more comfortable. But it, it's in Jordan Hare, and I mean, and Auburn's playing pretty well. I just I wish it was to be honest. Instead of two thirty, I wish it was an eleven a.m. game. If we're going to play down there. I mean, Nick Saban's four you and know, four because the the in the, Hare. the magic dust doesn't. Yeah, come out until after dark. So <laughs> it doesn't with, matter. I th- I believe um, with Saban at Alabama, every game in Auburn has been within one score. Well, except that except for one that was a like two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Two thousand eleven. Being yeah. a twelve twenty six fourteen or something like that. Um, no, 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 it was forty. It was it was rough. 40, it was Trent Richardson. It's 40, it, it was two thousand eleven. Remember that juke, the Trent Richardson juke that ended up being like a, a Daniel Moore. That was at Ole Miss. He did it at Auburn too. What was it? What he, scored, score that he scored. He mm-hmm. scored at the one at Ole Miss. He didn't score on the one at Auburn. Okay. At Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. yeah two thousand eleven. Well, yeah, it was two thousand eleven. It wasn't oh, close. Oh, okay. Um, yeah. but uh, every other game has been within mm-hmm. 42-14. Yeah. Within a touchdown. Yeah, so he's four and four at Auburn. Nick Saban is come down to the fourth quarter. Yeah. Um, so going to be a good game. Going to be close. I feel like uh, just with the way with the way Auburn's defense is playing and could arguably be the best defense uh, Bama's seen probably since Tennessee, maybe. Because let's be honest, LSU's defense is – Well, Kentucky's was, like, highly talked about um, yeah. earlier in the year, and it is just, like, yeah. giving up a lot of points. Uh, but, yeah, you're probably right. Um, 
It'll be interesting, um, and, it, and I think as an Alabama fan, you're a little more optimistic now that what you've seen that Tommy Reese has decided and Coach Saban's decided, why don't we play to the strengths of our quarterback? Yeah, that'd be and, nice. Uh, it's helped the offensive line. It's helped the wide It's helped everything. It's helped everything. And so Alabama's looking better. Auburn's looking better. Uh, we got a nice little iron bowl to hopefully talk about next week. You can listen to it right here on WTWX next Saturday, and then it makes everything – Everything to the fact that Alabama's already clinched the spot in Atlanta. Um, we've seen this before for sure. So, you know, it's um, it, it, it should be a good game. It's on 2.30 for a reason. Um, but this week. This week. Like I said, um, we don't have a lot of good games, but we've got a few. So we got some we got some games that are going to play into the <laughs> playoff um, that could potentially – there's some upset potential there. Uh, we're going to start, though, at 2.30 CBS, Georgia – uh, is a 10-point favorite going into Tennessee. Um, I've, gosh, I've just, no. I've made, I've made myself look like a fool. Mm. I look like a genius when I picked, you know, uh, Missouri to cover and Auburn to cover against Georgia, and I've looked like a complete fool in every other scenario where I've picked against Georgia. I mean, I think most people would be there with you with Missouri. Yeah. Um, if Georgia wants to go into Knoxville and win by 35. Yeah, yeah. I think Georgia will go into Knoxville and win by thirty five. Joe Milton's gotta be able to throw the ball down the field on this on this defense and I don't see that happening. I think I think Georgia covers that end zone. Here here's the here's the thing about Georgia in this game though. Where have they played this year away from home? Auburn. Other than Auburn. Probably yeah. should have lost. Probably should have lost. Uh-huh. So can this team does this team get the mental fortitude to go on the road at Tennessee when they're pr- pretty good to good, that is a tough place to play yep um i'm just going to keep my tradition of picking against georgia and i'm going to pick you know i think georgia wins the game but i don't know if they cover the 10 well points. i mean carson beck turns the ball over once yeah. um i don't know though last tennessee week, has a good punt return it's just last week one, was two the first plays. week that mcconkey and oh ma'am what's his name they're dialed in right now yeah, oh gosh yeah. what's his name mm-hmm. bowers bowers when yeah. they were both on the field at the same time mm-hmm McConkey and, and cover them, and then you got what's the other guy? McConkey and Carson. Bad with names today. McConkey and Carson Beck right now are dialed in, and uh, Georgia offense is looking good. And it's funny that this Georgia this Georgia team has just been steady Eddie the whole year, and this Alabama team is now yeah looking clicking at the right time, looking at the right time. So this making for a good ACC championship. So we game. go to a a very important game in the hunt for the playoffs, Washington at Oregon State. I, I kind of had to rub my eyes when I saw the line on this one. Yeah. Vegas has Oregon State as a one-point favorite. They are at home to Washington. Washington has kind of – they looked pretty bad at times here, you mm-hmm. know. Defense uh, is looking rough. And, you know, I mean, they squeaked by some sort of average teams – I think Oregon State gets them at home. I watched Oregon State. You know, they've got Unga – you say it. Unga – how do you say his name? DJ Ungalele. Is Ui, that right? Ui Ungalele. Ui No, it's just Ui Ungale. It's not Lele. I think it's Lele. It's not Lele. Ui Ungale. Ui Ungalele. No, it is Lele. Ui Ungale. I like the Beebs at home. I've watched them some this year. And that talk about a – Place it gets rowdy, not Poor to Ballas. be a, a, a big yeah. a big stadium. Yeah, oh man, it's a cool stadium, and that's a six thirty ABC kick. That'll be a fun one to watch. Well, at night. A, uh, and, and where's the game at today? Corvallis. Corvallis. That just Where's that just that? sounds um, intimidating. I'm Georgia, by the way, 
Oh, I got you on in the that. first game. Yeah. Um, this one I'm going Beavs too because uh, Alabama needs Washington out the way. So you're just picking because you you want it to happen. Well, I think they're it, willing I think it. it to I think it will. I think whatever the over is in this one, take it. I mean, a lot of points scored in this one for sure. But I, I think I think Oregon State gets the win. If you ever watch too, this is kind of interesting. It's just how my mind works. But when you watch that Oregon State when they play at home, it almost and it's the lighting I think mm-hmm. and how small it is. It looks like they're playing in a dome. Yeah, it kind of does. Keep that in your mind when you watch them yeah. uh, uh, tomorrow night. But Washington at Oregon State. Who you got, John? Oregon Davis? State. They'll okay. be in all, they'll be in all black Beavs. uniforms. Corvallis is going to be jumping. The Angry Beavers. Um, then show. we go to another one, and this, if you'll remember, I think this was 2011. Uh, Iowa State pulled an upset. It was. Um, we had that was that, th- that three game, State, correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And bumped Alabama into the BCS after they had lost to LSU. Alabama then goes on to dominate LSU in the national championship and get a ring. Um, potential here for Iowa State to do it again. Because I mean, here's the here's the realistic the real realistic thing here is if Iowa State beats Texas and Alabama wins out, they're in. Yeah, because no because Alabama would knock out Georgia. Mm-hmm. Now, I know what you said the other day. You're now listen, if Washington loses and Texas loses, and then Alabama turns around to beat Georgia, Georgia and Alabama will be in. Uh, you still got Florida State. You still got Oregon that could win and be a one-loss Pac-12. Michigan, and then you've got Michigan-Ohio State. State still undefeated. They have to play each other. But you've got a one-loss one of them I think plus the chance. undefeated you know, one of them. i got to be honest with you. I think there's a chance, and I know we're we're kind of getting down the road on this with the with the playoff thing. But And I'm sorry to tell you – sorry, Greg, but I think there's a chance a one-loss Georgia gets in over an undefeated Florida State. No. Mm-mm. I do. If you're going by – they learned no. their lesson last year. Greg, he's They wrong. learned their lesson last year on the four best teams. Alabama was one of the four best teams last year. They didn't put them in, and we saw what happened in the national title game. Well, TCU won their semifinal, though, and it was – I think one in a lot a lot of people were like, is it TCU or is it Alabama? Or was – well, I guess, though, TCU finished third. But mm-hmm. that was the debate was TCU versus Alabama, but then TCU makes the – they win the semifinal. You saw them against Georgia, and though. then you saw them against Georgia and that's Alabama. That's that's in that game, Alabama loses by Georgia no more than done a the touchdown. same thing to Michigan so, last year. So, did y'all see the where I'm going? Iowa State, by the way. Iowa State Cyclones. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, me too. Agreed. Seven and a half point underdogs. Yep. Did y'all see where Harbaugh's backing off and is just accepting? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yeah. So here, so they it's worked just, out a deal. It's through the end of the regular <clears throat> season, right? Yep. So what happens when they win? They beat Ohio State. They yeah. go to the Big Ten Championship and they win. What happens when that commissioner has to hand that trophy? I know. I know. Well, it's talk about just, talk about oh having gosh. popcorn and your camera ready. Well, um, well, the funny thing too is, I mean, I think pretty much this agreement means the Big Ten's going to back off. So any kind of punishment from any of this yeah. is going to be limited to that, or if the NCAA steps in and tries to do something, which I. I don't they, know if they can. They've lost their teeth over the years well, on investigation. Well, and know. the fact that James, they shut down James Madison's request. Yeah, with, with, with or get, without. Put him in a bowl game. With or without um, Harbaugh, I still think Michigan – I think Michigan runs Ohio State. Oh, I do too. Yeah, yeah so. me too. Uh, you, uh, South Carolina hosting Kentucky, 630 on the SEC Network. That is a pretty much a pick em. Uh South Carolina, I think at one point was favored by a point. I'm taking the Gamecocks. Uh, now it's half a point. I'll go South Carolina on that too. Okay, John Davis. 
Who'd he's, you pick? He's through his pen. South Carolina. South Carolina. Okay. Whichever way the uh, point of my pen There are our landed. college picks for everybody this week. Uh, we will update you on the record when we come back. Uh, we're going to get a break here in just a second, and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more about this Gunnersville-John Carroll matchup. We've got a few more tidbits of college football to talk about, and then we're going to visit with Coach Reese as always. So stick around. It's the 3-and-out pregame show, and we'll be right back. Come make memories to last a lifetime this holiday season at Sand Mountain Skate, located in the amazing Sand Mountain Amphitheater in Albertville. This winter wonderland is perfect for the entire family. Public skate sessions, birthday parties, corporate and private parties, church group functions, school field trips, igloo date night rentals, nightly holiday light shows, Santa Claus, movie screenings, and much more. Visit SandMountainSkate.com for more information. Hey folks, Mark Briggy, Sand Mountain Toyota. We're proud sponsors of Gunnersville Wildcat Football and Cheerleaders. Sand Mountain Toyota is proud to support the broadcast of Friday Night Football. Sand Mountain Toyota is a family-owned business that cares about our customers and strives to provide the best automotive experience possible. From our showroom to our service center. Interested in upgrading to a stylish and reliable Toyota? Visit Sand Mountain Toyota today and see for yourself why we're more than just a dealership. $150,000 buy go, $150,000. Hey, folks, Steve Carver here with Carver Carver Real Estate Solutions, Remax Gunnersville Auction Group. My son, Cole Carver, and I offer all the solutions to your real estate needs. Are you looking to buy, sell, or find out more about our auction business? Now is the time to reach out to us. We offer 30 years combined experience in the industry to help both you and your family make sure that you receive top dollar for your investment. Call us at 256-571-6775. Going once, going twice, sold your way, Cole, number 114. Local Alpha Insurance agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry want to wish the Wildcats much continued success and they're pulling for you. Stop by the Alpha office on Blunt Avenue in Gunnersville, and you'll see why so many customers have not only saved hundreds of dollars a month on their insurance, but also increased their coverage. Keep up the good work, Wildcats, from your trusted hometown Alpha agents Chuck Williamson and Justin Perry, proud sponsors of Gunnersville Athletics. Best wishes to all the Gunnersville Wildcat cheerleaders and football players from Kirkpatrick Concrete. We are proud to be one of the oldest concrete companies operating in the state, having served Alabama for well over 100 years. Kirkpatrick Concrete pledges to deliver ready-mixed products with the best quality by professional mixer operators in a timely manner. For information on our Gunnersville block operation and all other inquiries, be sure to visit ConcreteSouth.com or call 582-3274 and go Wildcats! People's Bank of Alabama is a local bank you can trust to be there when you need it. We are your neighbors, friends, and family. Whether you're a team player, a coach, a member of the band, a cheerleader on the sidelines, or a fan in the stadium, the People's Bank of Alabama team is proud to be a supporter. We have been a part of this community for over 40 years. This is where we live, work, and play, just like you. From People's Bank of Alabama, here's to a winning season member of DIC and an equal housing lender. Bob Moore and the team at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A want to wish the Crimson Guard Band, cheerleaders, and football players a great 2023 season. 
And this fall, Chick-fil-A delivery options are just a tap away. Order through the Chick-fil-A app and a team member will bring your favorites right to your door. It's our pleasure to serve the great Gunnersville community and go Wildcats from everyone at Gunnersville Chick-fil-A. Welcome back to the Three and Out pregame show presented by Sand Mountain Park and Amphitheater. Welcome back into the Three and Out pregame show. And uh, like we have said earlier in the show, and we continue to say in the show, it is uh, second round of the playoffs. It's hard to believe that we're in November staring at Thanksgiving coming up. Gunnersville is at John Carroll tonight. In the second round of the playoffs, John Carroll knocked off Fairview last week, 22-14. to Gunnersville knocked off Springville, 31-7. to Here's how the rest of the North looks. Ramsey is hosting Leeds tonight. Moody is hosting Russellville. And Pleasant Grove is on the road at Boaz. Uh, over to the south side, uh, Gunnersville is hosting Gunnersville. Gulf Shores is hosting <laughs> Charles Henderson. Uh, they both have water. Yeah, they do. Headland, <laughs> Headland is hosting UMS Wright. Um, BC BC Rain is hosting Demop Demopolis, and Ufala will host Faith Academy. So that's how. Uh, Isn't it funny? Like you you get used to seeing the same names. Oh yeah, from the south and the north, pretty much. Yeah. It's the same it teams is. Uh, constantly in it. I'll tell you what. I wouldn't mind. It'd be nice if this. Uh, these two, these two right here, this Ramsey and Pleasant Grove, slipped to the south one year. That wouldn't be yeah. bad. Or if they just <laughs> get beat. Yeah, I mean. Right. Or slide up to 6A. They got dudes every year. Or us move to 4A. You know, we talked about that. That's uh, The reclassifications are coming out here in a yep. couple weeks. For sure. Um, that's going to shake out. But that's how the playoff picture is looking tonight. So if you're headed to John Carroll right now, please be careful getting over there. Um, we've already talked about. Which exit you're to take? 255? 255, Lakeshore Drive. Lakeshore Drive, right there near Sanford. Um, probably going to be a nice campus, I'm sure, and probably yeah. be a nice place to go watch a football game. And, yeah, if you're if you're making that turn right now, it's probably because you've been sitting in some traffic there near downtown uh, Birmingham yeah. on 65 coming south. Oh, no doubt. Uh, what should be about an hour and 25-minute drive is probably going to take people, most people about an hour and 45 tonight. Hindsight's twenty twenty, but – we you know probably should have left around two one o'clock this yeah. afternoon to get down to Birmingham. Oh uh, yeah, no doubt hitting hitting traffic, but uh, no doubt. Um, real quick, uh, a little bit more, a little bit more college football for you before we get into our conversation with uh, Coach Reese. Got our third and shorts for the day. Y'all ready for some third and shorts? I'm ready. We haven't done it in a while. I know. I got some good ones today. Who are the th- he's been hit- saving up while he's on assignment. Yeah. Oh, that's why you were out. Okay, yeah. that I've makes been, sense. I've been in Gaza. Makes sense. <laughs> but I'm back. Um, <laughs> all right, here we go. Third and shorts. <laughs> More surprising season so far. The LSU Tigers or the Missouri Tigers? Oh, Missouri. Oh, Missouri. Missouri, 100%. Three loss LSU. Uh, un- I, unlike you, yeah. we know. LSU's overrated. LSU's I, overrated. I, I compared BK to Jimbo. And, and look where Jimbo, Jimbo no longer has a job. Correct. So I was correct. Uh, well, you you know the original thing was I said you he'd said get to Brian, Atlanta, and he got to Atlanta's first year. No, you said he'd get to the playoff. He will. He still will. LSU. Will. What year? 
Uh, I don't know. Maybe well, now that they've expanded it, mm-hmm. but when we uh, had well, that yeah. conversation, I, I, I say for that to come to fruition, he's got to make top four. Oh, I'm totally Since playing the, devil's advocate, by the way. I think Missouri's had the more surprising season. I, no, LSU was overrated. And the, if, without Jaden Daniels, they're a 6-6 six and six team because their defense is so bad. Yeah, they're yeah. – they're six that, and six for sure. They've got some a couple skilled receivers, uh, Brian Thomas uh, those, and a neighbor's kid. Uh, those two are those guys can first play. To second those, picks. those two have more yards, touchdowns, mm-hmm. catches, all of that than their two receivers did in twenty twenty mm-hmm. or twenty nineteen. I mean, Jamie Dells, talk about a surprising like. I mean, he was okay at Arizona State. He was okay last year, but I mean, he, he could win the Heisman. Missouri sitting at eight and two. He's at least in the conversation. Missouri said at eight and two, they should have won that LSU game. Um, played well with with Georgia. If, if they if they had Georgia at home, they probably would have beaten. If Georgia. you're if you're sitting here at nine, and let's let's say Missouri wins that game um, against LSU, and they're sitting there nine and one. God, this team's right there at top ten, seven, eight. They're right team. behind Alabama yeah, in, the, uh, in yeah. the playoff rankings. Yeah, so uh, pretty impressive season. Um, for Missouri so far, and Eli I've Drinkwitz. never been an Eli Drinkwitz fan, oh, but dude. I did. I, I, I wasn't think, until he. I think he's a genius, a I, football genius. Like he's I, really well, good. I mean, he's done a good job this year. So, um, Mississippi State job is now open. Uh, I saw that coming. Zach Arnett is out. Uh, you kind of hate it for a guy that gets a job in I, those I circumstances. Don't, yeah. I don't. I don't understand. <clears throat> I don't understand that one. Well, it's college football. It's just like how, why but, A&M moved on from Jimbo. But, it's, what, it's, what, but they cited the same reasonings behind firing him that A&M did Jimbo. Yeah. Like, what are your realistic expectations at okay. state? And, well, not, and you didn't even give him a full year. Correct. And, and so he, and where's he, the recruiting? Okay. Recruiting, you know what I'm you saying? Know, well, yeah. Go okay, ahead. so go here, ahead, here's, here's, the, here's the question. How, how many jobs in the Big 12 – are better than Mississippi State in the Big Twelve, Oklahoma um, State. Well, are we? We're, we're counting. We're Oklahoma, counting Texas, Texas and Oklahoma. No, Oklahoma, Texas are gone. Oklahoma State, better o- job. Oklahoma State, yes. Um, TCU is uh, a better job. TCU's, TCU's better. better. Baylor. I think. I think Baylor potentially. Yeah. Um, I, to me, when I think about it, Case K State. The only jobs that I in I, the Big I, Twelve I, that I think I, are, Manhattan is a, would be a brutal place to live. Well, but I, I would rather. Right now, yeah. To Kansas, me, Kansas is. Well, to me, the only two jobs that are worse than Mississippi State in the Big Twelve would be Iowa State and Kansas. I, I think I would take Mississippi State over those two. And I ask the question because Lance Leipold is the head coach at Kansas right now. He's going to be on the short list for a lot of these jobs, and he's not going to Mississippi State. I mean, talk about oh no! If he can do it, Kansas, I. <laughs> Kansas to you me are is in the a, West. Listen, and I know we've got some state folks that live up here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mississippi State is a fine institution, but it's the second but, worst job in the SEC. Yes, yeah. Vanderbilt's the worst. Mississippi State's the and second worst. Kansas, you, Mississippi State has unreal expectations. Kansas yeah. at football, no expectations. None. If you win, we'll come. If not, we, Leopold we needs to stay there if, until if he gets win. offered from a powerhouse. And it ain't sure. ta- he ain't taking the A and M job. I wouldn't if I was him. It, it, they they interviewed the uh, San Antonio coach. Yeah, um, yesterday. I think that'd be a good Jeff hire. Trailer. Um, 
Okay, so we've decided that there's only two jobs in the Big 12 worse than Mississippi State. Which Maybe one. Kansas and Iowa State. I would still say – I would just say Iowa State because if you're – you're Kansas's coach right I don't now. Even know if I'd say Kansas, Joe. <laughs> if, but if but if you're Kansas's coach right now and Mississippi's AD calls your agent, mm-hmm. do you do you? No, no, you no, take it. You, I think you take it's an SEC job. Not, uh, we're, result, uh, yeah, well, you're, go, you're going against Saban, Freeze, Brian yeah, Kelly, whoever A and M pays a hundred million dollars to come there. Right, that's what I'm saying. The money is there. To, if it doesn't work out, at least but I'm going to get a nice see, here, buy out. Thing. Dan Mullen thought the same thing. Where's he at right Does now? Does Dan Mullen come back to Mississippi On State? On a television set, that is that'd possible. be interesting. Dan Mullen coming back is possible. Rich Rodriguez coming over from Jack State. If 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 Mississippi State wants Dan Mullen back, mm-hmm. that's going to happen. That would be that would be really interesting if that did happen. All right, happy birthday today! Eighty-one years old today, Martin Scorsese. Oh, I love a good Scorsese movie. Favorite Scorsese movie? Oh gosh, um, well, there's a lot to pick from. Uh, I just saw Killers of the Flower Moon, and it was Ooh, fantastic. Was it? Okay, I'm excited to go see that. Um, the Departed. Uh, That's my number one. Awesome. That is my number one. Yeah. You know, I could watch um, The Departed over and over again. And then, you, I mean, you go back to the original, like, Godfather movies and all that. Right. What was that? He, that, was that? That was Coppola? Yeah, he did um, Raging Bull. Yeah, he did, yeah, he did the De Niro movies yeah. in the 80s. Um, uh, for Casino. Me, for me, I'm going to say The Departed with um, Killers of the Flower Moon being being – uh, close second. Well, that's awesome. You say that about great. that movie. Oh man, yeah, it's yeah. so good. Okay, good. I'm I'm excited you to know, see it. Can I can I have a take really really quick? Yes. People complain mm-hmm. about long movies. If the movie's good, then you don't I want it to be long. Then you don't notice too much of a good thing. You don't is but you don't notice not, though. It's not a problem. No, yeah, and that's and that, my friends, is how I feel about Grey's Anatomy. No. <laughs> I understand that it's 87 seasons good long. Good lord. Okay, <laughs> but here's the thing: I'm still watching. My wife would agree with you. She I'm still watching. I, I never, I never feel like Meredith I've, Gray is no longer the star of the show is no longer on it, <laughs> and it's still interesting to watch. Every time I watch The Godfather one, specifically, I never think, "Man, I just wasted three hours." Right. I get to the end of it, I'm like, "That was awesome." Yep. Can't wait to watch that again. It may. Uh, it's just one kill, of those movies. Killers of the Flower Moon will make you feel terrible. Yeah. I've as heard a, as a as a human being, <laughs> as an American, uh, it will make you feel terrible. Uh, what what people did to uh, other folks down yeah. there, but gosh, I mean that. But that that's what a great movie does, mm-hmm. right? Is makes you feel some emotion. Yeah, exactly. you know what I mean. Whether it's like happiness in a comedy or anger or you know sadness or whatever. Well, it, I'm going with the Departed on that. Me too. We are hoping that John Carroll is departed from the playoffs <laughs> tonight. As True. Gunnersville is headed down south to Birmingham. To uh, take on John Carroll, exit two fifty five. Two fifty five. Uh, That's the one you got to take off. 65. Well, you're, you're getting close to the kickoff, so yeah, you, yeah. you need to be making that exit soon yep, if you're for on sure. your way. But uh, one thing I want to mention before we go to Coach Reese mm-hmm. is this is the, probably the last thing. Well, I'd, I'd say it's the last thing on Coach Reese in the team's mind. But I'd like a little revenge. Um, oh John, yeah, John Carroll ended our boys' soccer season last year, at, yep. and John Hunt Park at the um, Final Four. Um, they beat us. They got a couple goals early on. Uh, we started like we were threatening, and then one of our players got sent off. Um, made a made a big mistake, created a big hole, and you know, then we we just got a hole we couldn't climb out of. And John right. Carroll took care of us four to zero, and went on to beat Gulf Shores in the state championship. I believe nine to one. 
just absolutely dominated yeah. uh, Gulf Shores. Uh, finished finished second in 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 five A. We uh, Gunnersville Wildcats, but man, I'd love for Coach Reese and and the boys to get our get us some revenge. Diego might be thinking about it. Yeah, Diego, there you go, Diego. You see, yep. we wouldn't have to worry about this if the AHSAA would just say, you know what, private schools and magnet schools, y'all gonna be over here. Y'all play each other. Y'all going to be over here. You know, some states do that. I believe Mississippi does that. Yep. Um, but John Carroll is a private school. the one thing that Mississippi that has know. over us then. John Carroll and Gunnersville tonight. The rest of the playoffs are underway as well, so it's going to be uh, really interesting to see how everything shakes out. When we come back, we're going to visit with Coach Lance Reese. Come make memories to last a lifetime this holiday season at Sand Mountain Skate, located in the amazing Sand Mountain Amphitheater in Albertville. This winter wonderland is perfect for the entire family. Public skate sessions, birthday parties, corporate and private parties, church group functions, school field trips, igloo date night rentals, nightly holiday light shows, Santa Claus, movie screenings, and much more. Visit SandMountainSkate.com for more information. The First Baptist Church in Gunnersville is more than a place to worship on Sunday. It's a part of our community. And they remind you at First Baptist Church in Gunnersville, there's always room for one more. They welcome the opportunity to have you and your family as guests. From preschoolers to senior adults, there's a place for everyone at Gunnersville First Baptist Church. Located on Gunner Avenue in Gunnersville and proud of all our Wildcat student athletes. Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency is a locally owned, independent agency that works closely with their clients. And this fall, they would love the opportunity to sit down and find the perfect policy for you, your family, or business. Visit them on the corner of Loveless Street, just down from the Rock House, or call 582-4039. Best of luck tonight, Wildcats. And we're cheering for you, from Carson Ray and everyone at Lake Gunnersville Insurance Agency. Hello, this is Maury Yancey, President of the Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce. The Chamber of Commerce staff, board, and membership proudly cheer the Wildcats on to victory. When you shop local, you are supporting the future of our young people. The commerce in this community helps provide the taxes to support our city schools. If you are not already a member of the Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce, give us a call or come by our office. Join one of the most active chambers in Alabama and one of the largest for a community our size. The Lake Gunnersville Chamber of Commerce, cheering on the Wildcats. Whitaker Towing Service has proudly served Gunnersville and the surrounding areas towing, wrecker, hauling, and crane needs for over 60 years. As former Wildcats themselves, the team at Whitaker Towing understands the importance of not only getting the job done right, but exceeding expectations with a commitment to excellence. Reach Whitaker Towing at 582-3811. And if you have a special service request, don't hesitate to call for a free quote. Go get them Wildcats from everyone at Whitaker Towing Services. Lakeview Orthodontics is Gunnersville's only orthodontic specialist, providing state-of-the-art care with the latest technology in a fun and family-oriented setting. Dr. Don Schmidtke treats all his patients as if they're family members, providing individualized treatment that's tailored specifically for each need. Contact us to schedule a complimentary exam and learn how we can help you or a loved one achieve a healthy bite and a perfect smile. Best of luck to all the great student athletes tonight from Lakeview Orthodontics in Gunnersville. And now, this week's interview with Guntersville head coach Lance Reese, brought to you by Foodland Plus in Guntersville. 
Fans, Thanksgiving savings on good food and Foodland go together. This week, Foodland is featuring cooked shank, push, and ham. This is hickory smoked ham for only $1.49 a pound. And the sweet potatoes that are grown over in Mississippi just 39 cents a pound. Hey, come on, chop and save with us this Thanksgiving week at Foodland. We're across from the high school. Welcome into the Coach Lance Reese Show. Coach, appreciate you joining us as always. You know, they, they say this is the uh, surviving advance season, but I really thought we kind of controlled that one last Friday from start to finish. Uh, Wildcats win 31-7 over the Spring Bull Tigers. Coach, what's, uh, you know, I, I was kind of looking. We talked about, you know, getting Julian back and uh, him and E. Nelson back there. Um, what a strength that is. And I think they go for combined about 303 touchdowns on offense there. So what's kind of your takeaway just on the offensive side of the ball and uh, putting up 31 last Friday? Yeah, it, it you know, it means a lot to us to have Julian back. But, uh, you know, I have to credit Coach Kennedy and the offensive staff. We're using them both together at times because, uh, you know, those guys are have both done such a great job for us. So, to have 300 yards out of out of two players is big. Obviously, if you're going to have production like that, uh, offensive line's doing a great job for us. Uh, Eli threw for almost 100 yards. Uh, you know, in the second half, we probably could have thrown it more, but there was really no need to do that. Uh, when you're playing a team uh, like Springville, uh, it's important to jump on them early, and I think we were up 24 to nothing at halftime. Uh, Diego made a big field goal which is something, uh, you know, he we hadn't kicked a lot of field goals this year, so to see him go in there and kick it kind of under pressure in the first half was uh, was really good. And then proud of our defense as well. They Springboard ran that double slot option that was very similar to what Scott Spur had done. And so I thought that paid off that our guys had seen that before. But uh, obviously you've got to execute that. So to hold them to, to only seven points was, was really big for us. And overall we, we were pleased with our performance. Y'all sort of lined up, talking about that double slot on, you know, defense. They sort of lined up the same way they did yeah. against Scottsburg, too, I believe. Yeah, we did, and we talked about that as a staff, and we, we said, you know, they're going to know how we're lining up. And, well, well, we held Scottsburg to six, and they were averaging about 50, so why would we why would we change? So we we stuck with that, and uh, uh, Springbull had a few wrinkles to throw at us that Scottsburg didn't, but overall the guys just picked off where they left off at Scottsburg and, and did a great job defending that option offense. Something I thought was really big was with uh, five minutes and change to go before halftime, you know, the score seven nothing, and Gunnersville rips off, uh, what was it, about 17 points. They get two touchdowns, and like you mentioned, Diego's field goal, that all happened with like five minutes to go before halftime and really just changed the whole the whole game. Yeah, you're right because uh, you could tell Springville's plan was to really go slow, run the ball. Man, they were staying in the huddle forever. So they were trying to limit the uh, – the amount of times we would touch the ball, which is a good plan on their part. But uh, like you said, when we really scored quick right there and then kicked that field goal, to, to go up 24 to nothing over a team that's primarily a running team was really big, really big for us. And then the rain kind of came in uh, the second half and at halftime. So for us to be able to then, we kind of went in our four-minute four offense mode where we were running the ball more and running the clock. So uh, just a good win. And, um, you know, any playoff win's great when you look at – 
you know, there's some really good teams that got beat in the first round. So oh. for us to, that's something we don't ever take for granted. So for us to be able to continue to play is something we're proud of. It's a great, great night last Friday. Moving on to John Carroll, we uh, we talked about it. This is going to be, I think, your first uh, first ever matchup against those guys down in Birmingham. And uh, they finished third in that Region 5 behind Ramsey and Pleasant Grove, which are two those powerhouses down there. But, you know, scoring about 34 points a game, uh, they got, I believe it was their first playoff win in about 20 years last week over Fairview, 22-14. Uh, just talk a little bit about what y'all are seeing out of this John Carroll team. Yeah, they had a, a really big win against Fairview, and Fairview's a team that uh, has had playoff success in the past. and We're really familiar with them. Uh, John Carroll runs a variety of formations on offense. They get in a lot of overload stuff, and on, they'll line up with five receivers to one side. Uh, they run a lot of empty because they've got a, a big senior quarterback, that, uh, Carson McFadden, he's 6'1", 190. And um, it's like having a running back back there in the backfield, but he can also really throw the ball. Probably their go-to guy is uh, number one, Zachary Archer. He's a senior as well, really strong, fast kid, and they line him up at receiver and in the backfield. But uh, we got to find out where he is at all times. We kind of did a filter, and over a third of the time, all their snaps, he's going to end up touching the ball at some point. So. Puts a lot of stress on our defense to line up to all their formations and all their shifts, but uh, they've got some really good athletes that we're going to have to try to contain. Uh, you know, we feel like it's important that we continue to do well on offense and kind of uh, utilize all the weapons we've got there because uh, this is going to be a team that's going to be really difficult to just shut down. So. We're going to need to get offense, defense, and special teams going if we're going to advance. And those guys are going to be fired up down there. That that quarterback, I was sent some videos, and he can run a little bit, so I'm sure they're going to try to try to take advantage of that. I, there was some pretty cool. I saw this is uh, – I didn't realize Pat Sullivan went to school there, so that's uh, Pat Sullivan Field down there, and then uh, they've got Stan White as an assistant coach, so I know – I'm one of these old Auburn guys here, but I thought all that was pretty cool. But they've also – their principal is Ronald Steele, if you remember him from uh, Alabama basketball in the early 2000s. So just lots of connections down there with John Carroll, even though we've never seen him. Uh, to me, I thought right now we're we're playing some of our best ball of the year, but I know there's some challenges with getting these kids. You've got the long road game. Uh, they're probably getting out of school early. What's some of the challenges that kind of go along with all that in the in the – as you're making the second round of the playoff run here? Yeah, for me it's been challenging because I've, I feel like I've spent as much time being a travel agent as I have been a football <laughs> coach. You know, we got, uh, we're going to take two charter buses and we're going to leave at 2 and go to uh, Cracker Barrel and Gardendale and eat at 3.15, which is exactly when we normally eat at home. And then we're going to go over to uh, Gardendale High School and do a walkthrough there. I talked to their head coach and they're going to be very accommodating to us. So walk through there, use the bathroom, and then from there it'll be about 30 or 40 minutes to John Carroll, so we should get there about 5.15. So, you know, we feel like we've uh, – it took me forever to try to find charter buses because so many people get them for the second round because second round's where you get a lot of traveling going on. But uh, you hope the kids handle it well. You know, anytime you're going that far to Birmingham, you're always worried about traffic or something unforeseen. But uh, – Maybe it helped us that we took that long trip to Lawrence County because it's kind of a similar type situation and that we chartered buses and, and stuff like that. But we've got 15 seniors, and they know what it takes to win. They've traveled, you know, on the road before. So, uh, like I told the guys, there's no, uh, you know, there's no uh, redos after this one. We can't – if we play well, if we don't play well and lose this one, there's no learning from it and getting better the next week. This is it. So, you don't want to have any regrets, and uh, as you mentioned, I feel like we're playing some of our best football, and 
uh, we're definitely going to have to do this this, this Friday night uh, on the road to John Carroll. Yeah, Coach, and if we if we win this one, we'll be back home uh, third round of the playoffs. So I know everybody wants to get back home to Chorba Lee. Yeah, it would be great. Uh, you know, Pleasant Grove, uh, because of the way the bracket set up, they would come here. And then, you know, Boaz is in our region, and we're the region champions, so they would play here. But, uh, you know, let, I, I come in, Coach Sullivan, they, they had a big, you know, they went on the road and, and beat Southside. So, Big win for Boaz. We're pulling for them, and uh, you know, love to see a Boaz Gunnersville matchup in round three. It'd be great for Marshall County. That would be absolutely. Well, Coach, best of luck to y'all tonight, and uh, we'll be there. Get your tickets on GoFan, and uh, best of luck tonight. Thank you very much. Thank you, sir. Fans, we're going to be looking for you shopping and saving at Foodland this Thanksgiving week. That pride of the farm turkey breast grade A young self-basting turkey is only $1.99 a pound this week. That's just a sample. There is a buggy full of savings awaiting you this week, Thanksgiving week. And the very best to you and yours from us at Foodland. We're across from the high school. You've been listening to the Coach Reese interview, sponsored by Foodland Plus in Gunnersville. Kickoff is only minutes away. And that was Coach Lance Reese. Love the guy. Visiting with us every week. Um, and uh, thankful that, he, uh, thankful that he, he takes time every week to, uh, to talk to us and give us his insight on the game. So let's talk about this game tonight. What do you – I mean – well, you know, speaking, what are you thinking? Uh, speaking, we were talking about Diego a little bit, and mm-hmm. I, I, I texted Coach Reese after the game last week and just congratulated him, thought the team was well-prepared, thought mm-hmm. they played great. Um, and then he mentioned Diego. He said, you know, Diego hit that field goal from a tough angle, and he said, you know, that's something that can sort of give him some confidence oh, going yeah. in these later rounds of the playoffs. They may need him to hit that in a, in a, in a tough spot. And, you know, seeing that go in and all that, and we're just we're, – we're, we're both proud of Diego and how he's kind of come into well, that position and, and and played well, but but in yeah, the playoffs points whether it's three or six, right? Exactly, huge. exactly. So and it um, could be huge tonight, you know. Yeah, uh, you know, I like I like uh, Gunnersville, obviously. Um, I the like Gunnersville in this game too. The size, the size is what kind of yeah. really separated them when I see him on paper. Now I haven't watched film or anything of John Carroll, um, but. The size, I mean, they don't have anybody like Royce Bauckham, mm-hmm. uh, you know, on that defensive line. I, I feel like we should be able to get a good push. I feel like they're well coached um, to, to hang in there with Ramsey and Pleasant Grove. They still got beat, you know, sort of convincingly. But they've taken care of a lot of teams. And to go into Fairview, not the easiest place to go in and get a playoff win. Um I, I I like Gunnersville though. I think the size is a diff- they're going to have John Carroll's going to have some speed. They're going to have some playmakers. That Zachary Archer kid, that number one. I've heard a lot about him. McFadden to Archer. They've hooked up on a number of touchdowns. Number seven is McFadden, their quarterback. Yeah, uh, they got a lot of good, uh, probably good skill position players. But man, I just when we get we get that offensive line leaning on them, we get our one-two punch of Jordan and Delva. Yeah, man, watch out. So, uh, I'm yeah, I like Gunnersville to win. It's going to be tough going on the road. I'm going to say uh, 24-17 Wildcats. 29-14 Gunnersville. Oh, I like that. You're usually right, too, Joe. So, I like <laughs> I'm going 28-10. 28-10. Love to hear yeah, it. Yeah, I think, uh, think their quarterback will give us fits for well first quarter, first couple of drives that they have. 
I think they'll move the ball. I don't think they'll score. Um, but 29-14, you heard it right here. This I, is for my friend Greg. Oh, Lord. Because I forgot to do it last week. Undefeated they're four still, states going to get left out. They're not. <laughs> not going to happen. <laughs> if they're undefeated, they're going. They're one, they're one good wins, LSU. I don't, it doesn't matter. They're power conference, undefeated. There you go, Greg. They're in. Now, beat, now if it were week. a BCS year and it was two teams they were picking, they could get left out. Yeah. Let's hope we're not when they're undefeated. We're all hoping that we're going to be here again next week doing this with you all again as uh, we hope Gunnersville gets a big win tonight at John Carroll. We're about to send it to Greg and Jeff right now to the stadium. Hope everybody's had a safe trip to John Carroll. Hopefully until next week. Please take care of yourself and take care of each other. We will see you guys hopefully next week. Go Wildcats. You're not going to the game. Stay tuned right here on WTWX.